Good afternoon, and welcome to the uh, third bit session. This is a session dedicated to some of our um, vendors, um, and uh, we have four presenters today. And I'm going to uh, want to set some some basic operating rules, I guess. And we're going to apportion each one 15 minutes for that presentation and then leave some time for questions. And the audience can save their questions till the end. When they ask questions, they can direct it to the particular vendor. Right now, I'm going to give Cindy a chance to uh, give the CEU code because this session is eligible for CEUs. Perfect. So this is for people who signed up to get continuing education credit. And the code to start with is the number one, F as in Frank, the number five, C as in Charles, and the number three. Again, that is one, F as in Frank, five, C as in Charles, three. Thanks, Richard. Okay, we'll get started. I think um, I had a request from one person to be last, so we'll start. Let's let's start with hymns and uh, introduce yourself, and then do your 15 minutes, and then we'll go to the next person. Okay. Well, I, I wasn't sure how long I was going to have. I hope we can talk for 15 minutes. I may have to do what they do in the Senate, and well, if you don't, but I say yield my time to, to the next right. guy. But hey, everybody, this is Earl Harrison from Hymns Incorporated. I am the Midwest Regional Sales Manager. Um, basically, what that means is they give me a fancy title and not enough money, and I go anywhere they tell me to go. It doesn't have to be the Midwest. Um, but I love my job because I get to pay, play with lots of, of fun toys and applications and things like that. Um, we are known primarily as a Braille-first company. Um, our two flagship products are the Braille Sense line of note takers, the current one being um, the, the, the Polaris, the Braille Sense Polaris. Now, to talk about some things that have been happening with the Polaris lately and uh, also the Q-Braille, which is a very unique 40-cell uh, Braille display. <clears throat> we also have low-vision products as well, uh, such as the GoVision and GoVision Pro, which are both desktop devices, and we are also resellers of um, some of the other popular ha handheld magnifiers on the market. So <clears throat> before I came here, um, I just attended a very uh, fun session uh, on a product called MoTweet. And it, it was actually hosted at our booth. And what MoTweet is, is a very uh, note-taker-like uh, Twitter client. And uh, Jenny Axler, who works for him, it's a lot of you might have remember her from years gone by. Um, she was uh, with Level Star initially, and then she uh, started with HIMSS about 10 years ago and the tech support was for the last seven years, she has been living in South Korea and uh, working for Salvis and, and our HIMSS international customers. And one of those customers is a very innovative uh, company called Natic. And the client that she was demonstrating just a little while ago, um, which has all the, the same types of controls and hotkeys and things like that you would see on a note taker um, is called MoTweet. <laughs> uh, 
And if you want to read more about MoTweet, you can go to natic, N-A-T-T-I-C dot com. Uh, there is a six-day trial that you can download if you're a, a Polaris user. Um, and, you know, give it, take it for a spin. And um, what, the other thing that Natic is doing is they're actually working on a, a, a desktop um, computer with a built-in Braille display. And they're, they've been kind of in this process for a while. And uh, so we're really lucky to partner with Natic. Uh, they've got some really talented development staff, uh, really timely since we're in a place where we can't really devote the resources to the things that some people want to see, like um, uh, the, the Twitter client. And um, I, I won't be spilling the beans because I just mentioned that they will be working on the, the same type of thing for Facebook in the not too distant future for the Polaris. So let me go ahead and start talking about the, the, the BrailleSense Polaris. We have, um, you know, it's a 32 cell note taker and there's also a Polaris Mini, uh, which has all the same power under the hood as the bigger guy, um, the bigger Polaris. So it's very note taker-ish and if you have um, been using BrailleSense products for a long time now, I think I got my first one in uh, 2005 when I was a dealer for GW Micro and they were the, the distributor. Um, a lot of the, the same command structure that you saw back then carries over into what is essentially the, an, an Android tablet, um, with, you know, which is of course a note taker. Now we do use an older version of Android and we get lots of questions. In fact, we do, we've had some Q and A's where, where we've had to really defend, defend our position on the version that we're using because yeah, we do realize that, that Android is marching forward um, ahead and eventually we will too as well when we have a different hardware version out there. But for now, the decision was made to really focus on functionality because you know we could port everything over to a, a a newer version of Android, and that would probably take about a year in all of our development resources. Um, you know, it, just just to say that we are running a later version of Android. Um, but what we decided to do is really bolster the functionality. You know, when you use something like a, a washer washing machine or a microwave or an, <laughs> an oven, um, you know, we don't care so much about the you know the, the operating system that's running what we care about is that it gets our clothes clean or maybe that it it heats our food or whatever well we're kind of applying the same concept with the players because the um the functionality that we have built into polaris is so much fun <laughs> um the android integration is second to none not only is it as easy to copy files between your flash disk and uh, your Google Drive, it's just as easy to do that as it is to copy files back and forth between your flash disk and a thumb drive or an SD card. It just uploads it to the, the difference is it just uploads it to the cloud. And in the latest shipping version that just came out in um, well, May, um, you can actually go browse your Google Drive and and open directly from within. It used to be the all you could do is copy and paste files, and then you could work on them and copy and paste them back. But now you can actually work directly on files 
from within Google Drive. So you can open a file, bring it up in your word processor in your notepad or your notepad and um, do what you want to do and then resave it again. Uh, maybe you're, you've got a shared folder with a teacher um, in, in the classroom. When you develop, when you do a, you have a classroom account, you can actually um, <clears throat> go and, and you know, browse to the classroom folder, pull up a document, work on it. And then when you save it back again, maybe you want to make a, a simple change like in my case, I might say EH in parentheses to indicate this is Earl Harrison's work and I'm saving it back. And then the teacher can go in there and bring it up and make comments and corrections and things like that. And we can go back and forth like that. Um, it's very, very streamlined, very simple, even though yes, you can use the Google Drive app and docs and all the Google things, um, but this is really something that has streamlined uh, the, the Polaris has really streamlined the use of um, you know, being able to create documents on the Polaris and save them back to Google Drive. That's one thing. Um, one of the things that was very popular on the YouTube, which had many years of development behind it, uh, was the, the, the ability to create macros. So macros are back in the Polaris. Uh, so you can go in and and if you've got some complex tasks that you want to do, some people use it for language switching. I know one person who uses it, uses it very creatively to um, you know, do heading, you know, basically bring up documents with a, yeah, basically a, a company header. There's anything that you can do on the players you can, you can do with macros. And of course, the, the whole idea is that you, you know, basically um, kind of streamline your, your workflow by being able to press a couple keys and getting it to do multiple functions instead of having to go through the, the, the steps of, you know, actually manually carrying out those functions every time. Um, another popular thing that came over from the YouTube days is the, uh, the Google search feature. Uh, so it's back. We've got the ability to do a text-based Google search. Uh, it used to be that our, our browser was all by itself in the browser tools folder. Well, now there's a second item in there. It's called Google search. And you go in there, you press enter on it, and um, it just drops you into an edit field in which you put your, your, your search term, press enter, and it comes up with the top 64 um, hits on, you know, for, for your search, simply arrow down to the one you want to, to look at, press enter on it, and then it launches the browser and brings it up. And if it's a, a YouTube video, you can, you know, of course, play the YouTube video and things like that. So that is another really exciting thing. Um, exchange support is one of the things that has come along. Uh, we had a lot of people working in office situations where they wanted to use um, exchange email. That is now possible as HIMSS has developed our own uh, Exchange app, okay. Um, so that is what's going. I'm trying to think of what I've forgotten about <laughs> on the Polaris. You know, one of the applications that I use it for as a musician is I actually use my Polaris. And you musicians, I'm not going to believe this. It's it's kind of I, I use it as my mastering deck. Um, so. I can have my Polaris connected via a, a, a USB 3.0 um, rapid data transfer connection with my, my computer. 
And I use a Tascam, um, it's called a Model 24, a multi-track Porta Studio. It's a kind of a hybrid between analog, um, an analog mixer and a digital recorder. And they, they, the Model 24 itself is not accessible. So thanks to many calls to IRA um, and memorizing a bunch of keystrokes, I am able to actually do all my, my own multi-tracking now as a musician and a songwriter myself. And when I do that, I, I, can, I can mix down to um, the last two tracks. It's a 24-channel mixer. I can actually um, master to the you know, tracks 23 and 24. And then when I'm... But what I prefer to do is actually run out of the, the uh, control room mix into the line in of my Polaris, and I can actually record um, uh, very high, <laughs> very high quality digital audio stereo um, content onto my Polaris. Pull it up into SoundForge, do the editing, the fades, the cuts, and all the things I want to do. And then Two when minutes. I'm finished, then when I'm finished with it, I can upload it to the um, you know, Google Drive. Two-minute warning. Wow. Um, the, I better move on to the Cube Rail. <laughs> Suffice it to say that the Cube Rail is a very unique device. If you imagine a laptop computer and you take away the, the letters, all the letters and the numbers in the main keyboard area, and in its place, you put down a Braille keyboard, an eight, uh, eight dot Perkins style keyboard, you will have the benefit of both contracted Braille input um, into whatever you're connected to, whether it be a computer, an iPhone, what have you, uh, and all the surrounding QWERTY keyboard functions. So if you're using a screen reader like JAWS and, and you're connected to a Windows computer, you can do Alt-Tab because, well, it's still Alt-Tab and it's still Alt-F4 to get out of a program and the JAWS key plus um, F4 to, to unload JAWS and all the things that you remember using on your, on your uh, laptop or desktop keyboard, you can do it on your cube rail. So the, the benefit to that, of course, is the ability to not have to leave your cube rail to issue these commands because all of those extended QWERTY uh, uh, keys are, are there. You can connect up to six Bluetooth devices and one USB device simultaneously and, and switch back and forth between them on the fly. It also serves as a standalone note taker um, and book reader because it does uh, support DAISY text uh, books as well as PDFs. And you can you know, access any uh, number of other file formats as well. So it's got some very basic note-taking uh, note features, but its real strength is as it can be used connected to other things. I hear the little bell in the background, right? Does that mean I'm done? Thank you, are. yeah. I think I'm done. Okay, so I will, um, I didn't yield any time, but I will uh, step aside and let the next guy go. And I welcome any questions you might have during the question and answer. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Earl. Um, let's stay with the H's and go to humanware here. Sounds wonderful. Thank you so much. And I uh, will say that it's great to just have some normalcy. It's nice to hear Earl and I know Eric's here and Vangatesh. And so it kind of, uh, it's a good thing to have us all together in one spot, kind of like we're standing in a conference room in Schaumburg, Illinois, which is uh, where I'm from. So my name is Peter Tusick. I am the brand ambassador of blindness products for humanware. Uh, I am in Chicago. And 
I am glad to be here. Hopefully everyone's staying cool. I know it's super hot out. Uh, what I do primarily is work with our education um, sort of products and work with all of our Braille products and blindness products. So the Victor Reader line, as well as Braille displays and our Braille note takers. So be talking a little bit about what's new with the Braille Note Touch Plus. Um, also talk about a couple of uh, new Braille displays and things we're looking at in terms of uh, what's going on with humanware in regards to Braille. So uh, I will kick it off with the Braille Note Touch Plus. We have the have had the Braille Note Touch Plus for about a year and a half, coming up on a year and a half. We're very excited to be looking at updating the, uh, at some point soon, updating that version of Android um, behind the scenes. So we're, we have no dates yet, but we're definitely looking into doing that. We're currently running Android Oreo, which is Android 8.1. Uh, we are working with Qualcomm, so we are able to support new and modern versions of those apps. So the Braille Note Touch Plus uh, does run on Android. It is a Braille first note taker. So when you think of word processing, email, web browsing, um, all of those clients that we've had on the Braille Note since the year 2000, we have brought that forward to a modern platform. So we are able to work with not only those Braille first applications in terms of creating math, um, working with you know, STEM concepts and things like that in, in, in Braille, um, we've brought that into a modern Android device so we can install the most recent versions of apps like Google Classroom or Spotify or dictionaries or anything we'd really like to bring into the device. In addition, um, when it comes to book reading, we've worked with Easy Reader, so Dolphin Easy Reader, um, and we have built Easy Reader Plus, which is a braille first version of um, a, the book reading, so the, the easy reader application. And it's made for a braille first user. And we're able to come in and bring in Bookshare books and all sorts of things um, while we, excuse me one second, I gotta close my door. <laughs> um, sorry about that. But we have worked with Dolphin Easy Reader to build that Braille first book reading application so that we are able to bring in books from Bookshare and other sources and import PDFs and so on. And we're able to do that in a Braille first way. More importantly, we did release an update about four to six weeks ago where we are able to work with a full Nemeth code and UEB math scientific calculator so that was one major piece of the new release of Keysoft. Uh, we also brought in the ability for one-handed users to work in one-handed mode. So that's again, something that had been around on the Braille Note since day one, but we brought it in to now work on the Braille Note Touch Plus. So we do have one-handed use and we brought in the ability for a user who is in between contracted and uncontracted Braille to work with Kind of, if anybody's ever used Duxbury, you know there are learning tables that exist in Duxbury. So if you if you're in between contracted and uncontracted Braille, you can follow a curriculum. Um, maybe it might be Easy Steps or the Takeoff series. There's a wide variety of the of Braille learning curriculums out there, and we give users the ability to work within those curriculi, if you will, and kind of work in 
kind of in between grade one and grade two. So uh, a major advantage for somebody who's new to Braille or who's learning Braille. So you're not walled into contracted or uncontracted usage. Couple of things that uh, were new with Keysoft. We also did some behind the scenes improvement um, in regards to opening very large text files and, and Word documents in the Word processor. A couple of things we're working on. We will have, um, we're, we're working on PDF support within the keyword application. So being able to bring in PDF documents directly into the Word processor. Um, it's been asked for a lot, especially in education and in the workplace. You know, we always come across everyone's favorite document format, which is PDF, which is so wide ranging and could be text or image, or there are just so many types of PDFs out there. Um, but we want to be able to bring in the ability for someone to strip all of that text out of uh, a PDF document and bring it in to the word processor. So that's something we're looking at, as well as improving the Keymail client um, to work more like a, the mail client on an iPhone or on an Android tablet. So bringing in uh, the OAuth sort of certification so that we don't have to go through lots and lots of steps to get Keymail um, working properly with, with Gmail and, and Google accounts. So that's something behind the scenes that we're looking at. But again, with the BrailleNote Touch Plus, it comes down to Braille first access, modern, uh, you know, a modern operating system running current applications. And then behind the scenes, we're really looking at optimizing what we can do for that Braille first user. So it is something that we're very proud of. Uh, we're happy that we have, our, we have our foot on the gas. We're not letting up in terms of uh, updating and getting things out the door. So we did just release the update about a month ago. I think I said four to six weeks, but it was really about three to four weeks ago. Um, and we're looking at another update probably within the next couple of months. Um, and, th and that will be really great to have. In terms of some of our other Braille products, there are two brand new products that we have developed uh, in conjunction, well, for um, APH in a lot of ways, but we, are, we have the Mantis Q40, which is very exciting. It's the first of its kind. Um, it's a 40 cell Braille display with a full QWERTY keyboard. And it is more than that as well. And I'll spend a minute or two on it because it is something that has been asked for for a long time, right? We have users who say, well, I want a Braille display. I want the Braille output, but I, I don't want to have Braille input. And so we um, built this product for APH. This is an APH, American Printing House product, but it is a full QWERTY keyboard uh, that will connect to multiple devices. So you're looking at five simultaneous Bluetooth connections as well as one USB connection. So you can connect to Bluetooth or USB. You have a full QWERTY keyboard. So function keys across the top, um, your standard QWERTY keyboard that's very nicely spaced. So if you if you were an Apex or if you ever used a, a QWERTY version of a Braille note, you know that that keyboard was pretty cramped. Um, you definitely had to get your hands kind of uh, crunched in to do a lot of a lot of work, especially if you're a heavy user. This is a standard about the size of a standard Logitech sort of K380 or, or standard Bluetooth keyboard with a 40 cell Braille display built in. So it allows for the user to perform all of your all of your functions, right? Your Alt F4, your Control P, whatever it might be, um, with your Braille display across the bottom. So it's very light and it is also has some internal capabilities. So there is a note taker on the product um, in terms of a very, you know, a, a way to edit and create files. Um, you're able to work with DOCX, 
TXT, BRF, and so on, as well as a calculator and also a connectivity to online services. So you can connect to the NFB Newsline service as well as Bookshare directly from the device. So it does have Wi-Fi, has wireless capabilities, which allows it. So it, it, it's kind of an intelligent Braille display. So it's not just a Braille terminal or Braille display that you would use with a screen reader. It's not you know, a standalone note taker like a Braille Note Touch Plus, which would have the ability to do all of those um, sorts of apps and, and kind of that Braille first pieces, but this is somewhere in between. So it is your Braille note taker with the ability to have some intelligence as well as having the full QWERTY keyboard and, and being able to interface with uh, mainstream screen readers. So that's been a very exciting product that was launched about three weeks to a month ago. Um, so it is available on quota funds for those of you who are in the school districts. It is also available off quota funds as well. Um, and that would be through, again, through the American Printing House. And we are looking at what we're going to be doing internationally, but it is a very exciting product and we're, we're really glad to have it. And in that same vein, there is also a 20 cell version. So the 20 cell version of the product, again, the same footprint, if you will, uh, in terms of the software, um, we have a basic note taker. We have a calculator, um, the ability to connect to NFB Newsline and Bookshare. And then, you know, in, in that, it is a 20 cell Braille display with Braille input keys. So it's been kind of, again, something that's in somewhere in between that traditional 20 cell Braille display that would just interface with your, your screen reader and something much larger. So um, in terms of functionality, so we're able to go um, and work you know, somewhere in between. Um, it's not your full-blown bells and whistles note taker, but it's also not your simple Braille terminal. So the Chameleon 20 is the name of that product. Uh, it is available on and off quota funds as well through the American Printing House for the Blind in the United States. Uh, and it's something that I think we will see morph and, and do some things internationally as well. So we're really excited to have new Braille products in addition to what we've been working on in regard to the Braille Note Touch Plus. When it comes to the Brilliant, we do offer the Brilliant Braille displays. We have the Brilliant BI40, as well as the Brilliant 14. Uh, the Brilliant 14 is a very simple, small device that will connect to multiple Bluetooth connections simultaneously, much like the Mantis or the Chameleon will. And it also has the ability to synchronize notes between the notes app on your phone and the device. So there is an application called Brilliant Sync, B-R-A-I-L-L-I-A-N-T, Sync, S-Y-N-C. That application will allow you to synchronize notes. So you can take a note on your Brilliant 14 and it will sync to the notes app on your phone, which is very nice, especially when iOS updates and things kind of break or go a little haywire from time to time in regards to Apple Braille translation. So it's a way for us to avoid that. And also you don't always have your phone with you or you might not want to go into the notes app on your phone and do all of that. So it's a way to sync things behind the scenes, which is very, very cool. Um, in terms of the Brilliant 40, we are in the process and you will be hearing very shortly. And I guess this will be the first sort of of its kind, but I will say today that we are very close to launching you know a new product in the brilliant series it will be a 40 cell braille display that will not be out until later this year but it will again bring a lot of the intelligence pieces 
of the smart braille displays like a mantis or chameleon to the the 40 cell braille input sort of device so we're looking at really reinvigorating that brilliant line and bringing a lot of intelligence and a lot of standalone capabilities as well as of course working with all of our major screen readers into play so we're we're excited to two minutes be doing that two minutes it is it's no problem probably i'll take 37.2 seconds um and so we're excited um, again, having all the new Braille products, just in summary, big updates to Keysoft, one-handed mode, calculator with UEB and Nemeth support, um, Braille learning tables, and then the, the new Mantis Q40, which is a 40-cell QWERTY keyboard Braille display, uh, the Chameleon 20, which is the same thing, but in a 20-cell product with Braille input keys, and then looking at a refresh, relaunch, reinvigoration of the Brilliant 40 um, which should be somewhere down the line. Thank you so much again for the opportunity. I hope everyone's having an awesome virtual convention. I can't wait to see everybody in person. It was nice to look down the list of attendees and see a lot of familiar names. So hope everyone enjoys this. Uh, we will have a session tomorrow, uh, Humanware will, tomorrow at six o'clock and Wednesday at six o'clock um, in regards to what's new with Braille and what's new with the Victor Reader line. Thanks everybody. Thank you, uh, Peter. Um I guess uh, we go with um, Vespero next. Eric. Is he muted? Sorry, it does help if you unmute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, Richard, and uh, glad to be here. Happy Fourth of July to everybody. And um, I'm Eric Damry, the Vice President of Software Product Management from Vespero. I attended my first ACB convention at the Palmer House back in 1994. It was the first event that I went to with Henry Joyce back in the day and uh, attended many conferences since. And this is the first virtual one. So uh, glad to be here. We did a session a couple of days ago, we had a, a good turnout for that. I know a, a lot of the same people, I think maybe on this list, I'm gonna briefly uh, touch on the products and I'll try and get out of here and leave enough time for questions because I think people tend to bring a lot of questions to these, we'd like to give time. So first of all, we're offering, I'm gonna go over our pricing and recommendations that you might want to consider. If you've got one of our software products that you use at home between now and the end of July is the time to go ahead and, and make your purchase. Normally we would have specials for people when they come to the convention. This year we've opened it up so anyone in the U.S. can contact uh, customer service or better yet just visit the e-store and home products, home annual products, plus upgrades on home software or home SMAs have been reduced by 20%. It's all built into the pricing. So that'll be available to you. Take advantage of it before July 31st, because it ends. Now, if you don't have one of our software products and you're thinking about getting it, this is a great time to start off with the home annual licenses, but even better yet, we've opened up uh, our home software for the US and Canada, 
we started it back around the middle of uh, early April, I guess, and we were going to end it the end of June for COVID. We were giving it away for free online, and that got extended till August 31st. So if you don't have one of our products today or you have an old product and you want to try the new stuff out, well, go to our homepage, go to uh, the link towards the top that talks about free software offering and enter your email address and you'll be given information to be able to go and register on the portal and we will have put the free home annual software into your portal for you and you can take advantage of that until the end of August. Once you've done that, I highly recommend that you consider also going to the store and purchasing a one, three or five year version of that software because you can get it for 20% off right now and it will be added to the time uh, that you've already got up till August 31st. So that'll just tack it on to the end. You actually got to do it through the portal. So once you put the free software in, you go to the portal and there's a renew button and you choose renew. Do it before July 31st and it will put you in the store on the renewal and give you the 20% off and it'll add it to the end for that license. So that's a good offering. And if you do have a traditional serial number, an ILM license, perpetual, and you uh, are behind or you want to get your SMA renewed, you can start on our homepage. There is a link on there for SMA and upgrades. Put your serial number in and it will uh, come back and let you know what the opportunity is and, and it will extend the 20% discount right there. And that's for home perpetual licenses and home SMAs. And if for some reason it doesn't um, give you an opportunity to purchase something right there, call customer service this week and uh, speak with them during the day. Just let them know what your serial number is. Tell them you were listening in on the uh, conference information over the weekend and you want to learn what your opportunities are and the customer service people will look you up and tell you what the best options are. In addition to software, they're offering 20% discount on all the hardware from all three of the brands, Optelec, Enhanced Vision, and Freedom Scientific. And then in addition to that, there are some deals also on uh, particular hardware products such as the Ruby handheld video magnifier is at 250. The Pebble HD is at 350. The Ruby XL is at 600. And uh, the Focus 14 Braille display is at 895. And a Pearl portable camera. If you don't have a Pearl, you can use it with JAWS Open Book or Fusion, and that's at 200. Um, and then 20% off on. Focus 40, Focus 80, things like that. 20% off on the new L Braille, which is based on the new uh, or current Focus 40 Braille display. I'll talk a little more about L Braille in a second. And um, on the low vision side, the Compact 6 speech bundle has a carrying case and a, a camera stand and so forth. And uh, that is at just over a thousand US, 1036, and a Clearview Go, which is a new product, um, a portable video magnifier, 
and that's at 2100. So it's a good opportunity to buy if you're in the market for something, do, do it uh, during the conference, do it this week on the hardware products. You've got till the end of July on the software products, but take advantage of that if you can. Now the new L Braille has uh, gotten a lot of excitement. We've talked about and shown various L Braille's over the past several years. And this one's got the um, Intel-based i5 processor, eight RAM, and it's literally running the current version of Windows 7. You can put your uh, JAWS license on the L Braille and use JAWS on there just like you would with a PC. You can plug a USB keyboard in or connect a Bluetooth keyboard if you'd like to run a full keyboard with it um, when you're sitting you know, at home. Um, and you can even use a, a connectivity to get straight out to a smart TV so it can be projected. So this is a great solution for teachers to be able to uh, have a student connect right to a smart TV where they can watch or smart monitor and they can watch what's going on. So that's uh, the L Braille. Take advantage of that. It is 20% off. And uh, you can get it right through the e-store as well. There's a coupon code for the e-store. You use uh, ACB2020 at the checkout for those hardware products. OK. Um, in addition to the, to, to the, the specials and so forth, I also wanted to really spend a minute talking about training because I think this is so important. Um, Freedom Scientific, Vespero company, um, we've put a lot of emphasis into our training area over the past couple of years. And if you haven't been there, you should try and visit this. Uh, there's a lot to see. You go to freedomscientific.com slash training. You will find that there are free webinars. There are There is a YouTube channel out there where we're doing four and five minute YouTube videos to try and explain some of the basics, especially for people getting started with the software. You'll also find that there are uh, on-demand webinars. So if you don't attend one of our free webinars, you can always go back and listen to them afterwards. And we've got webinars on explaining the free home annual license, for instance. You can go in and, and listen to that and, and learn about it and see what the portal is like and understand how to use it. So listen into that one. Um, you'll also find things about navigating the internet. You'll find things about working with a Kindle app. Um, Microsoft OneDrive, Microsoft Teams. Um, we're doing things with Excel, with Word, and so forth, and that's only going to continue to grow. We're putting out these webinars on a regular basis, and we're creating the short videos um, as, as often as we can right now, and we're continuing to put them into the channel. So pay attention to that. Uh, connect with us through FSCast and FSBlog. And something that's been a big hit uh, is FS Open Line, which is a call-in show that we put out once a quarter. And uh, you'll often hear uh, myself on there and Glenn Gordon and uh, Rachel, and we'll have some other people 
sitting in. We, we spend an hour, we talk a little bit, but mostly it's about taking questions and answering those questions. So we've had great turnout. So watch for that uh, FS open line and join us on there if you can. And with all of these things, the FS open line, FS cast, you can listen to them if you would like. But if you go there, you'll also find that there is a transcript that's put out at the same time we release the audio, there's a transcript. So if you'd rather just go and listen to it through your screen reader reading it, grab the transcript and you can go right through it very quickly. Uh, and it's nice because it's searchable in that case. So you can really get to what you're, what you're trying to find. So take advantage of that. And, and I think with that, I'm going to yield the rest of my time and we'll leave some open for questions at the end. Richard. Okay. Uh, thank you, Eric. Um, now, I guess the last but not least is um, orbit research. And, and then after that, we will take some questions. Hello. Hello, everyone. This is Venkatesh Chari from Orbit Research. Richard, am I audible? Yes, you are. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for this opportunity to uh, come and talk about our products. Um, just a quick introduction to our company. We're a, a company that exclusively develops and manufactures a range of educational, professional, and daily use products, including braille displays, calculators, and apps for inclusive education and communication. So today we have several new and exciting products to, to tell you about. And uh, also I'd like to speak a little bit about some of our older but very popular products. So um, I'd like to start with our Braille uh, and tactile products. Uh, the first one is the Orbit Reader 20, which I think uh, many of you might already be familiar with. It is the world's most affordable Braille display, and we launched it in 2017. And uh, its unique rigid Braille dots uh, offer the highest quality of Braille that can be found, and it's been um, uh, compared with signage quality Braille. Um, it is a three-in-one device and works as a book reader, a note taker, and a Braille display. And this is where we have a slightly different philosophy from other note-taking and Braille devices uh, that are on the market today. Uh, our philosophy is to keep things really, really simple, to let the computers and smartphones do the jobs that they do really well, um, and simply enable these to be used smoothly and seamlessly with Braille input and output. So we have spent a lot of our efforts in making the connectivity and usability really smooth with all, with all of the screen readers and platforms and uh, allow the computers and the smartphones to take care of uh, email and uh, web browsing, your um, uh, social media uh, platforms, uh, uh, editing and creating complex documents and, and spreadsheets. So we, we are not trying to do all of those. We are enabling the use of all of those through Braille. You also get to you know, choose whatever computer or phone that you want while uh, choosing separately the Braille technology and the Braille display uh, and uh, keep those paths of uh, evolution and, and uh, upgrade decoupled. So. Uh, 
the, the, one of the primary focus of our uh, line of products is affordability. And um, the uh, Orbit Reader 20 is available uh, for $599 and uh, is um, the most popular Braille display in the world today. It has uh, 20 Braille cells with eight, eight dots and a high quality Perkins style keyboard with eight keys and a space bar. And it does have standalone features as well. So as a, a book reader, it enables you to read any file from the SD card. These could be BRF, BRL formatted books or plain text files. And the reader has features for easy navigation, inserting and editing bookmarks, browsing through folders, etc. As a connected Braille display, uh, the Orbit Reader 20 acts as a terminal and hooks up to PCs and Macs, iOS devices and Android devices over Bluetooth or USB. You can connect simultaneously to multiple devices. And then the screen reading capability on the computing device can be used to access and control the functions of your computer or smartphone, use your favorite apps, read and send text messages or emails, um, browse internet, etc. And it is compatible with all of the popular screen readers on all the popular platforms today, including Windows, iOS, Mac OS, um, Fire tablets, uh, Android, and um, um, uh, Chromebooks as well. And as a note taker, the Orbit Reader 20 has file creation and note taking um, capabilities. You can edit, you can create new files, save them on SD card and easily exchange it with computers um, uh, or, or smartphones. We also have smile, um, uh, file management features to rename, delete, copy, etc. The uh, unit has cursor pads, uh, cursor keys, which allow you to navigate through uh, files and menus easily, as well as rocker keys on uh, both sides of the line of braille to control panning. So pretty compact device, measures a little over an inch in height and is about six inches wide, four inches deep, uh, can fit into a pocket or a, or a purse and weighs under a pound. Um, the, the Orbit Reader 20 is inherently language independent and prompts and menus can be easily localized for different geographies. So despite its built-in features and um, uh, the, the range of features, it's still very simple to use and allows easy switching between the different functions seamlessly. So um, in response to popular requests and demands, uh, we introduced at CSUN a, uh, a new model in our Braille display family, the Orbit Reader 20 Plus. So for only $100 more, the Orbit Reader 20 Plus offers all the features of the Orbit Reader 20, but with additional capabilities for productivity and convenience, including a clock, an alarm function, a calendar, and a calculator. Again, these are simple functions. They are not intended to be substitutes for sophisticated um, uh, applications such as um, Outlook that you can find on the computer, but they are, they are there to allow easy and quick use and access, which is probably sufficient for most people. It also includes forward and backward translation on board now from Braille to text and, and backwards with support in over 40 languages. 
And this now gives students the ability to write classwork and homework in contracted braille and translate it to plain text to give it to their teacher if the teacher needs it as plain text. And the onboard apps now bring productivity features that are usually found in more complex braille note takers that are at the, at, at the high end of the, of the price uh, spectrum. The onboard translator supports contract and uncontracted UEB as well, as well as eBay. Um, we also have developed the concept of language profiles, which allows you to easily and rapidly switch between different languages for reading and writing. And if you're multilingual or prefer to have multiple versions of Braille available, this makes it really easy to switch between them. On the outside, the Orbit Reader 20 Plus looks and feels exactly the same as the compact and lightweight Orbit Reader 20. Uh, but internally, it has a different um, uh, different processor, different memory, and, and features. Uh, the Orbiter 20 Plus is shipping now and can be ordered through our website uh, or our toll-free number uh, for $699. It's also available through our distributors. And if you already have an Orbiter 20, you can upgrade it to the Plus model. And uh, as a special for the convention, we are offering a discount on the upgrade and uh, we've discounted the price to $199 for the period of the convention. So please uh, visit our website or uh, call us and um, we'll set you up with an upgrade. We also recently announced the Orbit Reader 40. So this is kind of the big brother of the Orbit Reader 20 and is a full featured 40 cell braille display that offers our uh, signage quality braille at a price that is a, that is a fraction of the cost of similar devices. It offers all of the features of the Orbit Reader 20, including the book reader, the editor, and the ability to connect to a smartphone or computer. And like the Orbit Reader 20 Plus, it provides features for productivity and convenience, such as onboard translation, to and from Braille, a clock with alarms, calendar, and a calculator. And it also has audio capabilities. So it comes with a built-in speaker and a standard headphone jack and has the capability for audio uh, output, being able to um, um, play uh, audio files and such. It also includes cursor routing keys and an ergonomic Perkins-style Braille keyboard to enter text in Braille. The objective here with the Obituator 40 was to, was to make a 40-cell device that was really compact, but still have the features and functionality that you would normally expect from more sophisticated devices and perhaps larger devices. So one of the great things about the Orbit Reader 40 is that not only do you have the onboard uh, Braille uh, Perkins style keyboard, but you can also connect it to an inexpensive ex external Bluetooth keyboard to provide the best of both worlds. You can either type in Braille or standard QWERTY, all in a very compact and portable unit because you don't necessarily need to carry uh, the, the bulk of a full-size QWERTY keyboard with you at all times. You can get very inexpensive folding Bluetooth keyboards for uh, a few tens of dollars. I bought one for $30 and it's worked great for me for many years. The unit itself weighs one and a half pounds and is roughly the same height as the Orbit Reader 20, about a, a little over an inch, and it's about 11 and a half inches wide and about four inches deep. The unit has a USB-C port 
for charging and connecting to computers, and also a USB host port for connecting flash drives uh, containing files, and the files can be copied back and forth from the SD card as well, which we like the Obituator 20, there's a full-size SD card. So at uh, $1,399, the Obituator 40 is less than half the price of other 40 cell braille displays today. It is available for pre-order now uh, through our website or through our toll-free number and will ship in August. The, one of the most interesting products we have announced recently is the Orbit Writer. And um, most of us use smartphones and tablets which have touch screens. And the touch screens, despite the availability of gestures, can be challenging for blind people to use. The Orbit Rider is a smartphone companion that enables complete control and operation of phones, tablets, and computers without the need to use the touchscreen through gestures. It's a very simple and affordable device that brings a new level of convenience to blind and visually impaired users. So it has an ergonomic Perkins-style keyboard with high-quality scissors keys for smooth and quiet operation. It also includes a cursor keypad for navigation and control of the smartphone or computer. So those of you who are familiar with the Orbit Reader 20, if you can imagine the same keyboard, uh, and but a much, much thinner device, about the thickness of the device is about the same as the thickness of your smartphone. It is approximately the same size. It is in fact smaller than many of the smartphones that are on the market today. So, and it weighs less than 100 grams, fits very comfortably in your pocket, bag, or purse, and is perfect for on-the-go use. So it connects to computers and smartphones over Bluetooth or USB, providing an instant and seamless connection. The moment you turn it on, it's connected, unless you use um, your uh, screen reader, uh, just as you would use your Orbit Reader or other, uh, other Braille displays. And it can connect to five devices simultaneously over Bluetooth and to one more over USB. And switching between the devices is with a very simple key combination. Also includes haptic feedback for status indications. And the display commands that are built into the screen reader can allow you to do everything from formatting notes uh, to creating, replying, forwarding, and sending email without having to navigate the app, you know, just through the hotkey commands. So you can use the Orbit Writer not only as a tool for texting, email, and web browsing, but also as a remote control for your phone or computer. It works out of the box with all of the um, platforms and, and uh, screen readers that I described earlier, so iOS, Android, Windows, Mac, Chrome, Amazon, Fire, et cetera. And for only $99, the Orbit Writer truly redefines convenience. So it is available for ordering now. Uh, we had a pre-order list uh, going for the last couple months and a lot of interest on that list. Uh, a lot of people have signed up and we are now uh, taking orders uh, and will be shipping by the end of this month. So uh, another announcement we made very recently is uh, about uh, the graffiti, which is our tactile graphic display. So after several years of development and extensive field testing, two minutes. Thanks. Uh, we are really excited to launch the graffiti now. So it is now available for sale. Uh, we are in production and we are taking orders. It is uh, a revolutionary device and it does for graphics what the Orbit Reader 20 did for Braille. It's a, it's a way to interact with graphics. It has an array of 
2,400 independent pins. And the most unique feature of this technology is the ability to set each pin to different heights, which allows you to display topographical information and other things such as, such as color. So this is available now uh, for order as well. Lastly, we have um, two uh, apps that I would like to talk about quickly. We introduced the Orbit Chat, which is a face-to-face -face communication tool that is available for free to use with our Orbit Reader family of Braille devices. And it allows a deafblind person to use their Orbit Reader uh, device to communicate with a sighted or blind person using an app. And uh, it's been very popular. It is self-voicing, doesn't depend on um, any screen readers. Um, also, we have uh, a, an app known as Orbit Teacher, which is a unique platform that enables teachers in mainstream classrooms to seamlessly interact with blind students through an app on a smartphone, computer, or tablet. And again, coupled with a, um, uh, with a Orbit Reader Braille display, it allows a mainstream teacher to help monitor and work together with a student in a mainstream classroom. This can also be used by parents and, and others, of course, to uh, interact and, and visualize Braille. We also have our calculators uh, that have been uh, in production for quite some time. And I just want to say that they are fully in production. They remain fully supported by Orbit Research. And we are continuing to produce them and continuing to support them for the foreseeable future. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, everyone, for, for attending this virtual convention. And I look forward to, to seeing you all of you soon in person and to answering any questions that you might have today. Now we'll open it up for some questions. Um, okay. Cindy can. Yeah, if you would like to raise your hand, it's Alt-Y on the computer. It's Option-Y if you're on a Mac. It, there should be a raise hand feature on your app. And if you're on the phone, it's star nine. And so we will go to come on down um all right uh if your phone number is uh zero two six five you can go ahead that would be me thank you so much mm -hmm. i have a question for peter <clears throat> Thank you, thank you, thank you for producing. I mourned when you took the Apex QT away. So thank you for producing this wonderful new Mantis 40. My question is, I assume then that you, uh, Humanware did, did the engineering. Um, in the unlikely event that the Mantis 40 would need to be repaired, would the repair go to APH or would it go to Humanware? So it's a great question. Uh, I believe as of right now, the repairs would go through APH because it is an APH product. So we will be distributing it uh, internationally, but APH owns all of the rights to the product. So the repairs would be done through APH um, if there were to be an issue with it, but I, I, it wouldn't be something you would go through Humanware for because it right. is an APH product. And Les, you're next. Thank you. Uh, I have a question concerning the Orbit Rider. I've pre-ordered it, and I'm wondering if there's going to be a user manual from mail. for that product. And if there is going to be a user manual, uh, would it be possible to download it prior to release of the product? 
Yes, that's a great question. Yes, there will be a user manual, and we will post it in the, within the next couple of weeks on the website. And we will also send an email out to everyone who has either ordered or pre-ordered, and you can then download it from the website. And if your phone number is 2383. Hi, thank you everyone for your presentations. It's really great. Um, I am a student and I am really interested. Um, I think, uh, Peter, you were saying something about one of the products and I kind of just, I, there was a lot that was going on and I'm trying to remember it, but one of the things that you mentioned was about this uh, PDF that um, was going to when they're listed as images, that you'll be able to get the text out of it. And that is my biggest challenge as a student. I'm encountering all these PDFs, and they're all just scanned in for me, and I have no way to access them. And I haven't figured out a way to access PDFs so I can, you know, so I can participate in classes and, and do my homework. Sure. So it will be for text PDFs, but I will say, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a blind user of everything and I mean Eric's here and JAWS is a phenomenal way to to access you know image PDF content I know the Polaris has methods of it as well but what we're working on is a way to take text PDFs um, and get those you know all of that text extrapolated and throw it into a braille first into into a keyword document you can also use image PDFs as well we do have the KNFB reader application built into the braille note touch plus um, for working with image PDFs also. But I, I, if you're having trouble with PDFs, I would definitely, uh, just speaking as a user, would, would look at uh, KNFB Reader or, or Seeing AI or some apps, you know, that can do it on the phone, as well as JAWS. I mean, JAWS does great OCR, um, you know, right, right up, right on board, so. All right, and Linda, you're next. Hi, I have a question for the Orbit writer. Um, a, a person. I'm sorry, I'm out on my deck, so you may be hearing the traffic, but it's beautiful out here. Um, and I'm, it's kind of a follow-up to Les's question. Um, I have the um, Focus, you know, uh, Focus uh, 14 Braille display, and you know, it's habit and and, and familiarity with Freedom of Scientific. But certainly, a hundred dollar um, writer writer on the phone um, with a writer to use on the phone would be wonderful. The thing that I've never quite figured out how to do on, on any of these and is, you know, there's a lot of swipe up and swipe down. So my question is two-part. Is there a way with this Orbit writer to kind of swipe up and swipe down? Um, and I also kind of want to know what it doesn't do. But what you know that's usually my first question what doesn't the orbit writer do that one might expect and the swipe up and swipe down thanks for that question so uh yes uh the uh orbit writer definitely has commands for all of the gestures everything that you can accomplish with the uh, gestures can be done through uh you know key presses or combination key presses and uh in terms of what it, uh, what you would expect it to do and it cannot, I guess one of the questions that comes up frequently is uh, whether it can do braille output and unfortunately it cannot. It is, a, it is not a braille uh, display, it is a braille keyboard and uh, it can do uh, essentially everything that you can do with a, with a keyboard. Uh, and if you are um, 
you know, so if you're looking to uh, navigate through apps, navigate through screens, uh, use gestures, there are wherever the smartphone or computer platform provides gestures for those operations, you can, you can execute all of those through simply key presses. Okay, Peter, you're next. Hello, my name is Lisa. Oh, um, sorry. That's okay. Um, so I have a couple of questions. The first one is regarding the um, Orbit 20. Um, I've talked to people who have used the Orbit 20 and one of the concerns they have is the keys are noisy. Has that been addressed in the Orbit 20 Plus? And then I was going to ask a question about the um, Chameleon 20. I don't specifically remember my question now. Is that a display or a note taker? And does that work on Android or um, I guess iPhone? Thank you. I'll take the Orbit Trader 20 question first, I guess, uh, Peter, if you don't mind. Uh, and um, so the, the simple answer is that the, the keys are exactly the same as those on the, on the Orbit Trader 20 plus as they are on the Orbit Trader 20. And um, I, I guess uh, the level of noise is, um, is a matter of perspective, I guess, and also the environment that you use it in. The uh, level of noise with our all of our Braille products is really no greater than what you would get from a typical uh, laptop keyboard, or for that matter, most other Braille displays that are on the market today and which have uh, which have keys. Okay. All right, and I'll I'll take the humanware side. So on the Chameleon, um, the the question I think is, is it a display or a note taker? And really it's, it, think of it as an intelligent braille display. It has basic note taking capabilities. Onboard braille translation can work with mainstream file types like DOCX and RTF and such. And then it, it has some capabilities to work with, you know, uh, as, a, as a intelligent braille display with some wireless capabilities. And then also will interface with all of your major screen readers, be it iOS, Android, Windows, Mac, all of that. So. All right, Ted and Joanne, uh, you can unmute yourself. Yeah, this is uh, Ted, and my question is for Mr. Damery. Uh, I've had my uh, I've had my Jaws license for twenty years now, and um, whenever I would buy a computer, I would always get the Windows Professional version uh, because it always allowed for more usage. And so, therefore, I would have to get the I, – I had gotten the JAWS Professional way back in 2000 uh, upon graduating from college. And uh, so I've kept up the SMAs uh, all the way up to today. I've got two um, SMAs left. So I was considering getting the five-year extension, but since – uh, and I did just look at my JAWS about screen and it says JAWS professional. I use this as a home version of JAWS. Um, I've spoken with salespersons at Freedom Scientific and Vispero uh, in the past. Anytime it was time for me to do a two-year upgrade and um, they would give me the, the home prices. 
but it does say professional on my about screen. So I was wondering, what do I do to get that five-year extension uh, automatically? I think you might have touched on this when you spoke about it on uh, Friday evening, and I was hoping you could reiterate that, please. Sure. Can you? Uh, what's your serial number? Do you know offhand? I do. It's one five two two three. One five two two three. Yes, sir. Okay. I'll. Uh, I'm going to look you up after this, and and then I'll send an email to the customer service team and have them contact you. Great. Um, Thank you. But you should. Uh, in in the in years back, and certainly when when you purchased your license or got your license and got a pro license, you needed a pro license to work on the pro OS. Correct. You do not. You do not today. So you okay, can well, have a home license, and uh, it will work on the pro OS. But you have currently an ILM license with that serial number, and you have an SMA two. You can certainly add another SMA on top of that customer service can assist you with that. But uh, I'm going to look at what you've been purchasing. I'm assuming you've been using it at home for a while now. Yes. Um, it's always been at home. Yes. So just wait for an email from, or, or wait for customer service to reach out because we're going to uh, take good care of you. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate yep. it. Yep. Thank you. Satana, you can unmute yourself. Satana. Okay, we're going to move there on. Sorry, oh, there you are. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> um, my question is for Orbit Research. Can you talk a little bit more about the graffiti? I have been reading about it on the website, and um, I see that there is stuff available for developers, but I also see something here that says, with its ability to interface with computers and smartphones, the graffiti provides instant tactile access to all forms of graphical information that is available on the internet. So if I wanted to go get a graffiti and today look up the graph that shows me the past 30 days of Apple stock and what it's been doing, can I do that now? Or is that something that somebody has to develop? So I guess outside of working with your scientific calculator, what is the graffiti capable of today now? That's a great question, and and I would be I'd be very happy to answer in 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 detail as well. But uh, knowing that we are we don't have too much time, so just really quickly, right. the answer is absolutely yes. So by simply connecting your your computer or your phone on which you are looking up the Apple stock or any other graphic, and just simply plugging in a uh, an a, a cable an HDMI cable, which is what you use to connect your monitor. Uh, or your TV, uh, hooking that into the graffiti will give you instant access to whatever your screen on your phone or your computer is showing this instant. So it's as simple as doing that and you get instant access to all the graphics on your screen. But uh, please, please uh, contact me. Uh, you know, you can contact me through email or through the phone. Uh, uh, the email is sales at orbitresearch.com and the toll-free number is 888-606-7248. That's 888-60-ORBIT. Uh, and be more than happy to, to uh, tell you about this in a lot more detail. Okay, phone number ending in 3088, you are unmuted. Hi, um, I have two questions about the chameleon. Um, one is, 
what is the size of it and the other and maybe since APH is actually the one distributing it, uh, maybe you don't know the answer to this, but what is the price? All right. So the size of it, if you think of, uh, it, it, I mean, it, it's because I don't have the exact dimensions. I mean, I have one right in front of me. I'm, I'm touching it right now, but it's the width. If you think of a 20 cell, you know, standard 20 cell braille display, um, you're going to have uh, that a very comfortable width. So it's it's about six inches wide, uh, maybe seven or eight, but it's it's that standard sort of size of a, think of a Braille Note PK. Um, in terms of pricing, there is a quota price and a non-quota price. And I will have to look, I am fairly certain that the quota price is $12.99 and non-quota is $15.99. Um, but I need to verify that for sure. If you go to the APH website, so APH.org, you can certainly find information on the quota and non-quota pricing there. But the size is, is very standard and it's very, very comfortable to type on. It's not crammed in um, much like our, our kind of our Brilliant 14 takes it and kind of pushes those keys together. This is definitely more spaced out. Right. Howard, you're next. Yes, I have a question about the Orbit Writer. <clears throat> is it possible to directly unlock an iOS device directly from the Orbit Writer? Yes, it is possible to do that. Okay, thank you. Welcome. All right, Tom, you're next. This will be the last question. Tom? You need to unmute yourself. Okay. We'll go to the next one. Yeah, well, David? I'm, I'm, oh. I'm here. Okay, go on. Okay, I just want to make sure that everybody knew that the L Braille is currently running in Windows 10, I think. Uh, it might have come out as Windows 7 earlier. I didn't know if anybody caught that. Uh, I just thought that it make sure to help Eric out. <laughs> yep, it is. It is Windows. It is Windows 10, and I think uh, I don't think it was ever a Windows 7. Right, that's what I thought. Yep. A quickie. All right. Thank you. And is that it, Richard? I think so because. Uh, okay. I want to. I want to say thanks to to our presenters and all our attendees, and uh, since this is a CEU eligible presentation. Cindy has to give the closing CEU code. Yes. The final code, if you are getting the um, continuing education credit, is F as in Foxtrot, 470D as in Delta. Foxtrot 470Delta. Thank you. And uh, with that, I will say uh, thank you all for attending. And uh, we're coming in just under the wire as far as time. So, Perfect. Sandy, thank you for being with us. And oh, you're welcome. My see pleasure. See you all later. All right. Rock and roll. Thanks, everybody. Yep. Thank you, everyone. Got another yep. one to run Thanks. to. Bye-bye. <laughs> thank you, Bye -bye. Richard. Thanks, everybody.